I want to give you another testimony of healing. You know, when we came back from um, Brazil, uh, one of the young ladies that is on the worship team in Prometheus, uh, which is First Fruits Luciano's church, this this young lady has a six-year-old daughter, and this six-year-old daughter um, was come upon by meningitis, and um, so so many times in that country you hear of little kids get meningitis and um, in fact there was a little boy named Benjamin not Luciano's boy but a little boy named Benjamin who had um, from a from another church not one of the network churches who got meningitis was in the hospital for many months and he finally died and I don't know and this is not germane to what I'm telling you I don't know why so many of them have that I, I don't know whether they don't have I won't go there. So anyway, this little girl got meningitis. And uh, in fact, I was at the airport with Luciano getting ready to come back. And he got a phone call. And they were rushing this girl to the hospital. So I asked you all to pray. And I asked the network to pray. And I asked them um, this past week how the little girl was. And they said, she's perfectly well now. Uh, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't you know, a misdiagnosis, God just intervened. And so we give thanks to the Lord for that, that it really is a miracle. Um, and um, we, we're so thankful for all the wonderful things that he's doing in, in, your, in your life and in your family. And we look forward to continuing to partner with the Lord uh, in what he has in store. I knew that this morning was going to be a different morning. In fact, I stated that this morning, so I'm not just making it up after it happened. I said, the Lord, said, this is what the Lord said. He said, I've been giving so much meat here in the past few weeks. And I, you know, I, I, I think back on some of the things the Lord has shown us in the past couple of weeks, just dynamic bedrock types of revelatory words from his scripture and I like last past Wednesday I was just riveted by what God was saying out of Psalm 51 about our calling as the saints about what David spoke about regarding um, God please don't remove your face or that instruction and the training of your of your spirit which is really what we've been walking and on all the years that I've studied that psalm and taught on that psalm and even sung that song there was a song that kenneth copeland made popular it was a song about psalm 51 lord though they increase it uh, but you know the thing was is that i'd never really seen that and i know that it was the spirit saying this is the pathway that i have you as saints on and um but but the lord I'll just, I, we're going to get into the word here in a moment, but 1 Corinthians 16. But yesterday, I, I had basically the house to myself for a good portion of the day and into the evening. And I just sat there and was studying and waiting on the Lord. And you know what he was talking to me about for hours was the things that were happening in the spirit realm um, from the time he first created the earth 
in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth um, and and he was talking to me about this was just incessant how the enemy did certain things and references of scripture that were then clarified and then he I, I was able to study about different cultures and references they made in their in their their retelling of their their perception of histories and how they all were synonymous and what enemy influence was there and how God had to deal with that and I, I thought this is just incessant why are you this I'm enjoying it but I have no idea why you're telling me this and I knew that it was because we have to have that understanding scripturally for some of the warfare that he's going to require of us in the nations. It's that, it's that, you know, the entrance of your word brings light and truth. And it's not that we'll understand everything that went on, but I, I think that the grasp of, of these mythologies, which really are the twistings of things that actually happen, are, are a lock on a lot of nations. You know, I, I know that I've talked to folks like, from Mexico and from Central America and in South, South, South America. And in some ways, these mythologies, which are based in many ways on, on real things that happened in the spirit realm, and in the telling of them, the enemy has come in and enslaved people. And a lot of times, people in these nations will partner with these demons because they think it's their heritage. For us, we, unless you're damning America, we think back on you know, the founding of our country and, and the, the, uh, the revolution. And we thank God for that. Well, a lot of these countries don't have that. They think back on the, the myths of the demonic sacrifices and they wear T-shirts about it. And, and we, God showing us what actually happened can be a liberating thing because the enemy uses those things to enforce the entrapment and the, and the demonic hold on their lives. So that was going on all day yesterday, and it was about 8.30 in the evening before Debbie and Katie got home from a, uh, a gathering that they had to be part of. Uh, I said, Lord, this is great, but I know you don't want me to teach on this tomorrow because I don't have the clarity on it to really state, thus says the Lord. I know the way this thing happens. You know, there's the initial thing, and then there's the, the line upon that, and then the line upon that, and you finally feel a point where, where God says, okay, it's time to bring this, even though there's more coming. Many of you know what I'm talking about. I said, this is great, but it's not ready. It's, it, I just put it in the oven. I mean, I still have to put some more things on it by your spirit. What do you want me to do tomorrow? What do you want us to do tomorrow? And my first thought was, well, it'll be about four in the morning. You'll wake me up and I'll, I'll know. Well, four o'clock came and I woke up and I still didn't know. And it was at that point that the Lord said, I'm going to be doing a lot of things to, this morning. And it's, it's going to be a visitation. And, when you, and, and he just said this to me, when you get a lot of meat like I've been giving, at some point you need to, to exercise, get that spiritual protein going. And, and so I know that this, this, I knew this was coming, even though I didn't know what all was going to be happening. And I know Monica said she was hearing things. I know many of you were also hearing things. And God is not finished yet. But I do believe that the Spirit of the Lord has everything in control. He is carefully monitoring what it is that we 
we are called to do in him and we just need to keep seeking him and not miss the moment i think so many times people because they're expecting some grand slam in the bottom of the eighth or a 98 yard touchdown pass they miss the intricacies of that partnering in the journey with god and all the vital things that he's doing and because it's not bombastic in front of us sometimes we miss the moment we fail in grace we're, we're not partnering with him in the way we should and um, i i think that we need to be faithful in prayer every day we need to be seeking the lord every day we need to be asking the father that that our ears would hear him every day we need to be cleansed in mind spirit body every day um, we, we need to and we need to be ready and prepared every day because this is this is a walk in god and you're all in it we're all in it amen say amen so 1 Corinthians 16, and this verse comes. Um, For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. We've taught on this in the past over the years. I find that so often over these past months, God has been giving us fresh revelation, which I am so grateful for. But so many times he's taken principles and concepts that he has affirmed to us as as pneumaticos people and causing us to apply them as rhema into the situation and in this we've talked about doors in the past we've talked about um, the timing of the lord in the past we've talked about ephesus we've talked about pentecost we've talked about um anakami which is what adversaries are we've talked about all those and established those principles but today is kind of a rhema application of it. And so we need to be ready for this. God has really opened a great door for us in our calling. Doors represent prospering. They're, they're attendant upon the gates being secured. And, uh, but, but doors are open for us in so many ways right now doors of commune, doors of establishing commerce, doors of, of uh, seeing the blessing of the Lord manifested to people who come alongside and populate the city of God with us. And that door is, is open and, and other doors are open in this season in a way unlike they've, they've not been because of God's timing. It is a great door. Great is Megas there. It's one of the, uh, the, 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 the foundational word of the, the power words in the New Testament. It is, it is the population of a city. It is, it is the gathering of a metroplex in the spirit realm. Um, Megas is, is God's kingdom being known among you. And it, it really is the, the touch point of what the throne intends. So this is a great door. It's speaking about how God opens the door so that uh, communities of the saints can be established. 
And like I said, we've got these doors open for us as individuals in your personal life. And um, the doors into the heavens, come up hither, a great door was opened unto me. Uh, whenever God starts opening doors, they, it means that other things are in place in his timing and you've been faithful. And now it's time for a mega establishment. And it, it is effectual. That means that this is energeo. It, it speaks about energy and the electric of function. It's not dunamis, but it's, it's observably that things are happening. Now, you don't base things on the natural sight. We know that. But when all these things are in place and you see uh, God begin to establish community and you see other doors open, and then you see things start to happen in conjunction with their fruits, as it were, you know that this is a, a great, great moment in the Lord. So that's what Paul is saying here about a great and effectual door is open. It's, it's, it speaks about not necessarily a culmination, because culmination means it's, it's coming to a conclusion, it's coming to its a fitting end. It, it's, it's really a... Uh, a segue of God's process that then opens something up for a, a greater expanse. And we are at that point. So we need to guard the doors of our life. We need to embrace the moment, a great and effectual door. Don't let that slide, no matter what's going on in our country, no matter what's going on against you individually. Hold on to that door. Keep, be the doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. Don't dwell in the tents of the wicked. You know, the thing, one of the aspects of the tents of the wicked is that they move around. The enemy's like a Bedouin influence. He just moves around. Nothing against the Bedouin people. But he, he's got these, today it's this problem. Today it's that problem. Tomorrow it'll be that problem. And you can dwell in the tents of the wicked if you're not really careful. Just because of their activity and all the commotion they create. But be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. You accept that. And what does that mean? That means that you've stood and you're faithful. And, and you know, God then begins to honor that in his time. These doors are open. Connect with the Father. Connect with what he's promised in the spirit realm. It's up to you to do that. Don't expect, uh, don't expect me to show up at your door and say, are you in the door today? You know, you don't need pastor to do that. Who are you in the Lord? Be that. You will always be that in eternity. So why not start now? You watch over the doors in your life. If you don't, you won't. But in the spirit realm, there are a lot of things that God's speaking about. He's trained you for this. The experiences, the plethora of experiences that you've had in the Lord have prepared you for this. Don't miss the moment you've been prepared for. You know, don't, don't be at the end of the bench when your time in the game is here, and it is here. A great and effectual door is open. And, um, but, what does Paul say? Here's the connective. There are many adversaries. We know this word, anakamai. Kamai, sum from the Old Testament, speaks about your placement. It is your laying yourself flat on behalf of the placement. 
and you're, you're secured there. You're set. Paul said, I am set for the gospel. I'm set for this apostolic ministry. I'm committed. I'm fulfilling the place God has called me to fill. It's, it's different than your histeme. It's different than the, the cross. It's different than all of these things. You can have all these wonderful things, but if you have not accepted the placement, it's just stuff hanging on your wall. Does that make sense? You, you have to make that commitment. Here am I. Now send me. Uh, and, and the KMI is that. So the enemy brings adversaries, something to stand against your placement. Now, no matter how many demons, how many legions may come, nothing can separate you from your place in the agape of the Lord. The only one that can take you out of your KMI assignment is you. But there are adversaries that would try to convince you to leave that bedrock point of agreement, your, your position in whatever you are in welcoming the kingdom, and that would be kind of a gate strategy, which is what then opens the door. You see, the KMI of your placement and your acceptance of that and your faithfulness in that is what makes possible the door. So this makes perfect sense spiritually from a pneumaticos perspective. A great and effectual door is open to me. Hallelujah. That's fruit. That's wonderful. But there are many influences trying to cause me to abandon my post because the enemy knows that's the kicker right there. If he can dissuade you, if he can misinform or disinform or whatever the current euphemism is for what the enemy's trying to do to get you discouraged, to get you distracted, Mark talked about that earlier. This is the enemy, anti I withstand, stand therefore. When you've done all to stand, stand. And you know, we've studied about the anti We've studied about the withstanding. We've studied about the anahisteme. We studied about those things. Well, act like you understand it from the word. The enemy's trying to take you out. He can't do it unless you want him to. Oh, I would never want the enemy to. I would never want the enemy to. Oh, but you just don't know what I'm facing. And now and then you go on down the line reading the enemy's pamphlet that he dropped off in your mailbox. Oh, I would never let the enemy do this. But it's like the old preacher said, everybody come up and lay your butts on the altar. We used to laugh at that when we were in Springfield. So anyway, um, you got to be careful with this. Now, an interesting study, which you can do on your own, is all the variations of Kami in Scripture. Very interesting. I was trying to think. I think it's the CWSB that you could buy on Olive Tree. Um, but you can just go and see. Boom, 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 boom. There's, there's Exa Kami. There's Apo Kami. There's, it sounds like dog foods. <laughs> Apo Kami. It'll keep your puppy's cloak lustrous. No, these are all words, and they're influences that surround your placement. So that would be a good study for you. That would be a really simple study for you. You can do it. You, you got strong teeth 
You've got the strong meat. You can chew on it. You've been with the Lord. Let him do this. But these are all warnings about your placement. This one talks about opponents that would come. And so stay in your place, function. But there's a great and effectual door open unto us. And there are many adversaries. Now, one of the things you'll probably be hearing about in the next week or so, and it is, it, you know, I, I spoke with Monica about this earlier today, and she, she mentioned this. Um, what, we're, what we're doing in Brazil, I, I heard something very interesting. I had a very long conversation with Luciano and Anna this past week. In fact, it was just supposed to be a quick one, and an hour and a half later, we were ending. Um, we went to see a theater when we were down there. And Luciano and F Pastor Philippe are going to be going to two or three others, and we're going to be considering where the Lord wants us for this big thing we're, we're going to be doing at the directive of the Lord. So the one theater that I went to see um, had pictures of it. It looked like it had everything we wanted. And we... We heard the initial fee that they were wanting to charge, and you know, I knew that the Lord said commit to it, but we didn't enter into a contract. And so this man from the theater was going to be uh, putting a final proposal together and submitting it to us. Well, Luciano said that for whatever reason, this man representing this theater is refusing to do business with us. Now, Luciano knows this guy. They're friends. Uh, they've, they've had lots of religious meetings at this place. So it's not like we just do Broadway plays. We don't have any religion. It's not quite Americanized yet, you know, where they don't want everything to do with God. But it, he said, this is the strangest thing. He said, I even asked somebody administration, why are they not wanting to, to uh, deal with us? And they said, we don't understand this. This is not normal. You know, what business turns down good American cash, you know? So I know that there are adversaries that don't want us, us as saints, to be doing this thing that's going to impact all of that continent. Now, we're not worried about that. But the, the, the thing that I saw was, well, the first thing I thought was, this is bizarre. I don't want to make too much out of this. I'm just thumbnailing this. And I said, well, I'm, and I also then thought, as Ronnie would think, well, I'm glad they've got four more theaters that they're looking at. So maybe this is God just shutting this door. But then the more I thought about it, I thought, that don't make no sense, no how. Um, why would this guy not? And we, we met with him. We had a wonderful meeting with him. So all of a sudden, no. This speaks about the enemy trying to keep us out of a place that God has called us to. So you want to talk about a great and effectual door and something coming against the establishment of Kami? This is what we see. So uh, we're, we're going to be establishing, under the directive of the Spirit, uh, prescribed prayer teams to begin to start to mobilize in a way that we've not done for any other continent or any other nation. This is an ongoing tactical spiritual warfare type of a thing where we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. 
And so be, be aware of that in the next couple of weeks and be prayerful as to how God may want you involved in this. But the point is that we're seeing this kind of thing manifest. We're not afraid of it. A great and effectual door is open to us, and there are many adversaries. That's true. That's true. I mean, we don't, we're not shocked by it. Um, in fact, if there weren't adversaries, perhaps we're not doing something right. Maybe our KMI is misplaced. The enemy says, well, I don't have to mess with them. They're just goofing around over there. He doesn't want the message of the saints for this end-time army. So we're going to keep pressing forward on behalf of the Lord, but we are intercessors first and foremost. We are saints to receive the deeper things of the Spirit uh, and the Word for intercession and calling upon the Lord on behalf of the intent of His throne. And we are called as well to make disciples and to put those soldiers in the army of the Lord into place in their countries. This is our calling. This is the great and effectual door. And it's built upon your faithfulness in accepting the calling of the Father. And so every day we need you on call. Every day the Father needs you to be functioning. Don't let anything take you out of your place in the Lord. Praise God. A great and effectual door is open unto me. There are many adversaries. We don't fear that. We acknowledge this is a spiritual principle. And um, so we remain, we remain faithful. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting because on the one hand, you see the signs of the end all around us. You saw them this past week with the elections. You saw things that makes you scratch your head and your heart. How could people vote against this? How could people vote for this? It's just evil. It's not a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Socialist, or whatever. It's just demonic. How could people do that? And then you think, oh, dear God, it just, you just, it, it can be discouraging, can't it? You know, this past week, Sam's here, and I know that those of you served in the, in the military are here. We had the privilege of going um, to a Veterans Day celebration at uh, Fabian's Kids School. And the girls were there, and all these little kids were they had a program to honor all their veterans, their grandparents, their parents, their great-grandparents, and they were singing God Bless America. We were pledging allegiance. They had all the veterans come up from the various branches of the military, and it was really moving to hear those little kids. I don't know how many there were up there, well over 100, I'm sure, and they're all just singing God Bless America. They're saying these things. People are standing. I could see people wiping tears from their faces. All these grandparents and parents just filling that sanctuary at Schofield. And uh, it, it just really gave us pause to give thanks to America for the blessings that he has given to us as a country and under God to give, it, to give, to give him thanks. But in the midst of that, that, that great little oasis 
of what God has blessed this country with, it dawned on me that this is an outlier in this country now. There may be many pockets of light, but the darkness and the gross darkness is all around us. And for me then, as I was praying in diversities of tongues, real, really quietly in that Baptist church, um, I didn't want to cause a ruckus. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was saying, Lord, help me not to lose the perspective. We have a job to do. You've blessed us. We have freedom still. And let's, let's serve the Lord. Let's serve the Lord. And, you know, I, they, they had, Sam, they had all these branches in the military. And, but then they came to the Coast Guard, and they're playing the Coast Guard song, and nobody's going down. Nobody, nobody went down. There weren't any Coast Guardians there. And so I leaned over to Kelly, and I said, what do you give me if I go down there? So when we disbanded, Rose, you'll like this, we disbanded to the kids' classrooms, and I came in there, and Allie says, Papa, I thought you were going to go down there when the Coast Guard theme was playing, and nobody else came. And I thought, how did you know I was thinking that? She's on to me. She's on, she's on to me. But it just blessed me to see that as Americans. But you, saints, and you, whatever country you're in, you are saints of the Most High God. We have a great liberty, an eternal liberty, based upon the Word. And what other base would you need? This is the only one I would do this for. You know, the Father says this, and here it is in the Word, and you don't miss it. It's there. We've got to hold on to that, and we've got to be that, no matter what's going on. Because a great and effectual door is open unto all of us. All of us. What this next year holds, I remember a couple decades ago when I'd say, you know what God says at the end of the year? God says this next year we're going to be able to go into a new nation. Or, you know, he says it's time for us to go, and at that time we weren't going anywhere. And then God opened the doors. This year, we're going to know fruitfulness for the Father in a way that we have never seen, ever. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to amaze us. And so many of you will be, will be invited by the Lord, and you'll feel, I'm supposed to go. And you'll see it with your eyes. And you'll feel it in the Spirit. And God will use you in ways in these other cities and other lands in ways that you never felt and knew in him before mark it down and know it but whether you don't go at all in the natural your place still is an intercessor whether it's in Mahaya or, or garland or plano or wherever it is you are an operative before the throne of god and god is still using you in the in a mighty way you know, last night I had this dream, and this is what I woke up at 4 o'clock. I had this dream, and, and I was in this a city, and I didn't know what city it was, but I knew we were doing a lot of ministry in there. And there was this weird-looking spirit being that came up to me and put kind of like a, a sharp thing up against my back 
and was kind of threatening me, you know, trying to move me out of there. It was one of those things, you know, like trying to move me out. And it wasn't, it wasn't trying to spear me. It was just trying to move me out. And, and I, I thought in the dream, you know, you, don't, you, you just kind of react you know, when you're dreaming and you're, you remember the way you thought, but then you think, well, I wish I'd have done this in the dream, but you don't have that volition in the dream usually. Um, but I remember thinking, I'm not going to leave this place. I, I'm, not, I'm not going. But then I was thinking, okay, how am I going to outwit this thing and cause it to flee away? And, and that was the big thought I was having. It wasn't fear at all. And, and, when I, and then I woke up, and I thought, okay, God's giving us the strategies. We need to be open for strategies because, you know, I'm not afraid of the enemy, and I'm not inviting his attacks, and we don't want that. But we fight the good fight of faith, don't we, as a good soldier. And, and I know that strategies, prophetic strategies, are crucial. You remember in the Old Testament, the, the foreign king kept sending his armies out, but God spoke to the prophet and said, and this and this place will be the enemy. And, and the foreign king said, I don't know. What is going on? Do we have a spy in the camp? And they said, no, no, there's a prophet in Israel that knows what you say in your bedchamber. And, you know, I think that God is awakening spiritual strategies for his people prophetically. And he's done that in the past. I'm not saying, well, bless God, 25 years, about time. You know, we've had that, but not to the degree that we're going to have it in the days to come. So I'm laying claim to that as part of that dream. Uh, but this great and effectual door is open to you. All the facets of the doors are open to you. They're, the fruitfulness of the Lord is open to you. We need to partner in that. Amen. And we need to, I don't know why I said amen when you sneeze. <laughs> oh, man. Tammy, it's time for me to close. Probably 10 minutes ago it was time for me to close. I need that post-it note up here to tell me. Um, but, you know, the point, though, is, is that God loves you and you you are in the place god has called you to walk in he he visited you today he touched you he healed and he washed you and he 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 sowed the water of his spirit and his presence into you and now this activation exercise a great and effectual door is open unto you unto you. If I was T.D. Jakes, I'd say, look to the person on the right and say, a great and effectual door is open unto me. But I won't do that. But you need to embody that. And you need to embrace that. And know that this, is a, this isn't theoretical. This is real time blessing and functioning in the fruitfulness of the Lord. But the one thing that can interrupt and disrupt and cause this to, to go offline is that you don't recognize that there are influences that are trying to uproot you from your KMI commitment. So don't let that happen. Hold fast. Stand strong. Be faithful. 
when you've done all to stand, well, stand therefore, and and let's let's see what all God wants to do in um, in in the doors that He's opened in your life. Don't don't miss the opportunity. These are heady days, and God God loves you very much. So this has kind of been uh, a functional. Well, it's always functional in the Lord, but this is kind of a a visitation from the Father that is is really precious. And this message I knew was going to be one of an exhortation more than a revelation because, like I said, every one of these words and concepts we've talked about before, they're established. But the, the functionality of it and the application of it is something we need to be exhorted to do. So understand that. I end with this. The great and effectual door, the megas door, which is energized right now, is opened for you. What influences would try to take you out of your placement? Don't be taken out. Function. We like the fruitfulness, but it's kind of like if you've got a tree that's producing apples guard over that root don't pluck it don't pluck the tree up and move somewhere else all that fruit will die and we don't want that we don't want that do we so i speak blessing over every one of you and i'm thankful for you it's an honor to serve the father with you it's a it's a different way than i would envisioned it would be but the the core essence of it is has not changed. And what do I mean by that? Well, I, I knew we talked about remnant, but I didn't really realize that God really meant that. <laughs> the remnant of the saints. Uh, he, I remember one time we had a, a, a meeting in Peace Chapel back in the days, and God was talking about me, talking to me. I had a, a, a dry erase board in there. I don't know where that thing went. And he said, He's, we're, here's these circles, these concentric circles. But the essence is, is God's getting us down. He's eventually going to get us down to the core. And that's what we need to hold on for. I think we're at that point, or at least if we're not fully there, we're approaching it. And I guess it'll always be being perfected. Know that you have endured and you've been faithful now function in the midst of what that faithfulness has provided for you. Don't lose out. Don't miss, don't miss it. Like the Apostle Paul said, have I, have I been uh, run this race to be overcome so close to the finish line? Have, have, I, have I helped others but yet be shipwrecked as I'm coming into port? Don't do it. God is with you. And I speak that blessing over you. What a, what a great day. Amen? Father, thank you for this. As we leave this place, we don't leave you. Uh, if, we don't, if, if you don't go with us, we're just going to stay here. <laughs> if God does not go with me, I will not go up. We like that scripture in the Old Testament. Maybe we should say that before we leave the place today. Father, you're with me now. I, yeah, I, I've got to have you go with me. Because if, if you don't, I'm not going. <laughs> but 
But, Father, we will go forward, and you are with us. The kicker is for us to recognize that and to partner with you all through the day, all through the night. Thank you for your goodness. Let this great and effectual door yield much fruit, and we commit ourselves to remain faithful in the place you've called us. And we thank you for this, and we affirm it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless all of you, and we will we'll see you real, real soon. Thank you.